0: There is a common day-to-day business practice that may seem insignificant to most of us, but is essential in protecting the personal data we hold so dear. I'm talking about redaction, the censoring or obscuring of part of a text for legal or security purposes. Now, we may just be talking about blacking out a few words here or there in certain documents, but what many people don't realize is that this process can be extremely laborious and wasteful, and when not done properly, there can be serious ramifications. Some companies are still using black Sharpies to redact, and when it comes to government entities that deal with loads of sensitive documents every day, well, I'm sure you can fill in the blank. I am your host, Mike Lake, and in this preview, I will be talking with Amanda LeVay about how her company appropriately named redactable, seeks to make the practice of redaction far more efficient and effective.
1: Innovation, resiliency, discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow.
0: Hello and welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Once again, I want to thank all of our listeners and our viewers for tuning in. I'm really thrilled to introduce you to Amanda LeVay. She is the CEO of Redactable, a company on a mission to become the ubiquitous platform for document redaction. Now, I'm sure many of you have not been keeping yourselves up at night worrying about document redaction, but... It affects all of us. Uh, it affects us in ways we're not even thinking about, but we think plenty about data privacy. So imagine all of the privacy that you might lose if uh, your information was not properly redacted in in documents. So Amanda, before we get into this, I'm just really curious. Uh, well, first we wanna know you as well, but how did you get into this as a, as a as a passion?
1: Yes, well, thank you for being here first and foremost. Really excited about this. Um, How I started Redactable, a couple years ago, I was a loan broker. And during that time, I would get tons of confidential data sent to me for due diligence. I was one of the people that would draw a white box over my PDF thinking I was redacting it. And then what I found out was people were removing that box and actually trying to steal my deals. And as a loan broker, you know, we can't have that happen. I thought for sure there'd be a lot of things on the market that you can just log in, upload your document, redact it really easy, and get it back, but I found there was nothing on the market that actually worked well.
0: Wow. So let's talk about this issue. I mean, we deal a lot with cities and and governments, uh, but this is not just an issue uh, that faces uh, governments um though anybody who has ever worked in government knows of the freedom of information act here in the u.s that is a uh, a, a real challenge you know the number of requests there are and and the amount of information that must be redacted uh, but this is applicable to other industries or other sectors tell us a little bit more about how how much redaction there is <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we look at redactable as sector agnostic because any industry that deals with confidential data has to redact. So, for example, the healthcare space, law firms, uh, litigation for discovery evidence, all that has to be redacted. And,
0: and we've seen, uh, you know, the media has has informed us of various lapses in in redaction. Um, from the, from the Mueller investigation here uh, on, on the government side um, to major law firms. Um, t- bring us up to speed a little bit on what those cases really entail.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we've had a series of cases, but especially in 2019 with the Mueller investigation um, and other redaction mishaps where companies or governments are releasing sensitive information to the public uh, and they believe it's redacted. Um, and what we're finding out is that users or people are able to uncover the redactions. And so what we believe is that um, companies or organizations aren't using the right tools to redact the documents. And so they think just because it looks like there's a black box over the document that's redacted, sometimes that's just not the case. And that's why we've had those big redaction mishaps with big organizations and, and the government.
0: So before we talk a little bit about the, you know, the, the workarounds that people might be using to, to com- try and comply, um, give us a sense of what, what's some, some of the information that might be shared that shouldn't be?
1: Well, any personally identifiable information, PII. So we're talking about Social Security numbers, birth dates, bank account numbers, credit card information, everything that we instinctually want to protect. That is at risk.
0: And, and that, that's why I opened with saying, like, I, I don't think the average person walks around every day worrying about what information somebody might have on them and whether it's being redacted properly or not. But the reality is that information is out there. And if it's not redacted properly, it's just, it's just as dangerous as somebody hacking in and stealing the information. Right? It's the same outcome.
1: Absolutely correct. Exactly.
0: So, you know, in an effort, you know, with good intentions, whether it's a law firm or or government or uh, medical institutions or whatnot, uh, they understand that there's a need to redact. um, But as you point out, there's not always the best tools for this. So what do they do? How do they do it?
1: That's a very good question. It's the question I love to answer the most because what they do and after working with customers and so much customer discovery, we figured out that they've created intense workarounds to manage the redaction workflow. So we kind of see two things. On the more sophisticated side, we'll see where companies will redact in a PDF editing tool. They'll print out all the pages. They'll scan them back into their computer just to make sure that the data is truly redacted. On the second end of it, we see companies using things like black Sharpies, and black Sharpies don't work. Scanners can pick up the bleed through black Sharpies, and it's just not something that has been working well. So we found that companies are using workarounds instead of actually redacting the data.
0: Come to think of it, as I'm envisioning somebody using a black Sharpie to redact a document, It probably more often than not has the effect of highlighting something that you don't want somebody to see that they can actually see.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Wow. All right. So clearly, this is a big issue. Clearly, people's personal, private information is at stake. What 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 are you doing to solve this?
1: Good question. Well, Redactable is a web-based application that allows companies to redact their confidential data permanently. We utilize machine learning so we can find things within your document that need redacting. We can even automate FOIA requests for redacting. We are file type agnostic so we can redact more than just your PDFs and our algorithms ensure that your data is truly eradicated. We scrub every layer of your document to ensure there's no traces of that data stored anywhere.
0: Wow. So uh, you you just used an important word here that I hadn't been thinking about, which is every layer. You know, this idea of layering is really important um, uh, because what what appears to be blocked isn't always blocked if you just look peek one layer below. Is that Am I Im- imagining that right?
1: Absolutely, especially when it pertains to PDFs. They often have hidden annotation, hidden mm. pages, hidden layers of the document from, from revisions and editing that people don't know are still there. And if with the right tools, you can actually uncover the data and, and sort in those PDFs.
0: Wow, fascinating. So, okay. Walk me through the user experience. So if I'm using Redactable, how 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 do I use it? How easy is it? Give us that user experience.
1: Absolutely. Well, for Redactable, I like to say it like this. Think of it like a DocuSign or a Google Docs for Redaction. You can upload your document. You can have the PDF editing tool or the, the Redaction interface that tells you and shows you this is your document and the Redaction wizard that actually guides you through the redaction process, and tells you what you should be redacting. So a user can pick between patterns of social security numbers automatically, email addresses, they can manually redact, or they can search uh, a bunch of terms to do it. We can also train our models to automatically find different templates, like FOIA requests, for example, that they have to auto-redact. So it's very, very easy to use, very user-friendly.
0: Wow. So do you have a sense of, uh, of how many FOIA requests there are? I know it's a massive amount. It's probably an unfair question.
1: I mean, I've talked to cities who get like thousands of FOIA requests per day and bigger cities can get even more. So I, I can I can imagine there's millions of FOIA requests floating around all day.
0: And, and I mean, let's be honest, there's a real concerted effort, as, as you described earlier, about trying to comply. Um, but when... And I can totally appreciate, by the way, the the people who are you know redacting in in PDF or whatever, and then printing and rescanning. It sounds like, totally like something I might do just to make sure it's done right. Uh, meanwhile, I've probably killed half the Amazon in the process. So, um, I mean, it's uh, there is the interesting part of this challenge is that it's it's not something that people are trying to avoid. It's actually that they're trying to do it, um, but they just don't have the the best means possible uh, to accomplish what they're actually working hard to do. And by the way, if they were using the best means, it would be a lot easier.
1: Absolutely. It's definitely true.
0: So, I mean, when, when we... For 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 those who who are not familiar with, uh, I'm just going to focus in on the FOIA request for a moment. Who are not in, uh, fo- familiar with the Freedom of Information Act, any any citizen can make such a request of the government to to get information from the government, but the government is required to keep private information secret. Essentially, is what we're talking about, um, and so. With, with journalists, with individual citizens, with any any number of reasons why people might be uh, asking or making a FOIA request, um, there's so many opportunities for private information to actually get out there. I mean, it, it is seriously a threat to anybody. Um, you just don't know who has what information. Um, and even despite their best intentions, might be releasing your information uh, inadvertently so let's project out you know 10 20 30 50 years from now let's just imagine a world where redactable is is being used you know to redact any document in any sector that needs redaction what what does that actually mean can you you Paint this picture for us of of how different the world actually is, especially knowing that so so many of us uh, don't really spend a whole lot of time thinking about or worrying about this issue.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see it as, you know, it's a very straightforward solution with Redactable. I want people to feel comfortable and confident when they're redacting data. It's the lack of confidence in redaction that causes people to do the work, the workarounds. And we want to eliminate that. We want to eliminate black sharpies. We want to eliminate the wasted paper and and the really unproductive redaction workflows. So the way that I see Redactable going forth is being a product that people can recognize the brand and they understand that with Redactable, you're truly redacting securely. Smart redaction for smart cities. And I feel like that is the future of redaction.
0: Well, that's well put. Well put. I really, I mean, this, as I keep saying, is is an issue that I think so many of us would just never really consider. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I really love the work you're doing is because it's it's um, I don't know the right word to describe it. It's just comforting uh, knowing that you are out there worrying about this for, on behalf of all of us and and creating a tool that is so much easier. That is solving this problem, that is protecting our data and keeping us safer, even when we're not worried about being kept safe.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I never really envisioned myself as going down the redaction path, but now that I'm here, I can't stop, and I feel like we're going to continue to solve this problem until we know there's a secure solution on the market.
0: Well, I I can't. I really can't thank you enough, but. Tell us, if, if anybody wants to learn more, perhaps start using Redactable or just get in contact to better understand this. What's the best way for them to do all of that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They can visit my website, www.redactable.co, or you can definitely email me at info at
0: Wonderful. Amanda, thank you so very much for your time today and, uh, again, for all the work that you're doing on an issue that otherwise would be, you know, invisible to most of us.
1: Well, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I've really had a great time here today.
0: And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guest today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow.
1: The preview of tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.